and welcome to BJGP Interviews. My name is Nana Khan, and I'm one of the associate editors of the BJGP. Welcome to this episode where we talk to Maha Abu Dhabek, a doctoral research student at the Global Psoriasis Atlas, who is based at the University of Manchester. Maha and her team use the clinical practice research data link to look at how people with psoriasis presented to their GPs in the years prior to their diagnosis. Their paper is titled Mapping Opportunities for the Earlier Diagnosis of Psoriasis in Primary Care Settings in the UK. I started off by asking Maha about what we know already from previous research in this area. The first thing I wanted to ask was what do we know already about the diagnosis of psoriasis and potential delays in general practice? Uh, we already know that psoriasis diagnosis is, is well, um, the, the clinical diagnosis of psoriasis has not been standardized until recently with work from the Global Psoriasis Atlas and preceding work from, uh, from colleagues at the University of Nottingham. Uh, we know that psoriasis diagnosis is a challenging task for, not, for non-dermatologists for, uh, from other literature. And we have been, like, it, it was highlighted that many people suffer needlessly from psoriasis due to missed or delayed diagnosis worldwide. And this was highlighted by the WHO on their last report on psoriasis. About psoriasis diagnosis in a primary care, I, to my knowledge, this is the first study to examine the, let's say, the natural history before making a diagnosis of psoriasis or patient's journey before a documented diagnosis of psoriasis is being made. We use CPRD, the uh, clinical practice research data link with its two databases, the CPRD Gold and Orum, and we uh, extracted the electronic health reports of uh, individuals with incident or new diagnosis of psoriasis between 2010 and 2017, and we matched these uh, reco- their records to people without psoriasis diagnosis within the same time period. And then we looked retrospectively 10 years to see their clinical activities before making a diagnosis of psoriasis. We use the electronic health records because it has been used before as a resource to conduct research when there is a lack of routinely collected clinical data. So we thought with this, the, the, the existing gap with the, with the availability of a clinical diagnosis for people with psoriasis, uh, the clinical uh, health records would be a, a good choice. And, and you focused here just on chronic plaque psoriasis, is that right? We, no, we, uh, we, we use a documented diagnosis of psoriasis in general. Yeah. So we, uh, yes, we, we, we use the rec- what we could use the recording system of the electronic health records for the CPRD Gold and uh, CPRD Orum. For CPRD Gold, it's uh, using the read code. Okay. Read the code. So it was where a GP coded a diagnosis of psoriasis. and yes. Okay, great. And tell us uh, a little more, more about what you found. So you looked um, at the clinical features preceding a diagnosis of psoriasis. So tell us a little bit more about what that found, that analysis. So we, we found that 
people who eventually ended up with psoriasis diagnosis were more likely to visit their GP uh, from starting from five years before a documented diagnosis of psoriasis being made. So this suggests that these these individuals seek more medical care, and there is up to maybe up to five years of delay in diagnosis psoriasis for some individuals. Those people also reported few symptoms suggestive of psoriasis, such as itching, skin rash, change uh, in their, uh, uh, like uh, some dry skin or uh, skin texture changes, such as uh, scaling formation. And these were recorded by their GP, their medical records. And from the, from the, the GP side, they, they, these people were diagnosed with certain medical conditions such as psoriasis rosea, eczema, tinea, more frequently than those without psoriasis diagnosis. And eventually, these people were prescribed some medications such as uh, topical corticosteroids and topical antifungal medications. These medications, especially the topical uh, corticosteroids, may mask the, symptom, the, the signs and symptoms of uh, psoriasis and uh, may further delay um, a, a diagnosis of psoriasis. And also the clinical, the, the conditions, the skin conditions, such as the eczema, psoriasis rosea, and uh, tinea may mimic uh, psoriasis in their morphological presentation. And this, this might represent an opportunity for earlier diagnosis of psoriasis. Yeah, I, w- I was really interested to see that some of the differential diagnoses seemed somewhat reasonable almost. So, f- so for instance, pityriasis, rosea, which can sometimes look remarkably similar to psoriasis. Um, but your analysis showed that people with psoriasis were almost eight times as likely to be diagnosed with pityriasis, rosea, in the year before getting that diagnosis of psoriasis. So what what do you think is the take-home message then where we might be suspecting some uh, something within the differential diagnosis? Is it just to keep these diagnoses under review or what, what do you suggest coming out from that? I think that the findings from this study would help to alert GPs on the possibility of, of psoriasis, potentially keeping in mind that patient might have psoriasis is, is, is a good thing because, you know, uh, psoriasis, diagnosis, psoriasis management is, needs a holistic approach and finding this as early as possible may need to make changes to even patient's lifestyle. Patients need to have certain follow-up plan for uh, other comorbid diseases. Uh, they need to check for, for, for example, for cardiovascular risk or for uh, psoriatic arthritis risk. Maybe it's, it's later in the, in, the, in the course of the disease. But um, identifying early possibility of having psoriasis is, 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 uh, is always uh, helpful. Yeah, I think you've highlighted that importance of recognizing psoriasis to ensure that we have awareness of the other possible conditions and potentially recognize them sooner as well. Um, From what I remember in my past research using the CPRD, ethnicity and race isn't that well recorded in the database. 
Was that something you were able to look at or potentially uh, a limitation of this research? And do you have any comment on the difference in psoriasis diagnosis between different skin colors? Uh, we did some other research to look into psoriasis uh, to uh, like define psoriasis and how it uh, make the uh, diagnostic criteria for psoriasis and how these apply on different skin colors. And we are um, aware of this uh, issue. But within this study, we did not uh, look into the uh, maybe the ethnicity. As you said, the data are not complete and we are looking more into the, the clinical activity before making the diagnosis of psoriasis. We wanted to have a general uh, understanding of, of how the patient's journey before the diagnosis of psoriasis. Also, we had limits with how much information is recorded on the system. You know, so not everything is recorded in, in detail that the researcher would, uh, would be would need. So is that something that the Global Psoriasis Atlas is doing in terms of looking at different skin colors and diagnosis of psoriasis? Yes, of course. The Global Psoriasis Atlas is, is, um, is having some work going on for validating the uh, proposed clinical diagnostic criteria for chronic, chronic black psoriasis and adults. And there is also work, some work has been done and to develop a training uh, tool to aid uh, non-dermatologists such as primary care physicians to uh, make accurate, diagno accurate diagnosis or improve their diagnostic skills for chronic plaque psoriasis. And this includes recommendation on how to make psoriasis, uh, psoriasis diagnosis on different skin colors, including the darker skin color. And I think that leads me nicely on to the next thing that I wanted to ask about. And what... What do you think are the implications for GPs from this research? What should we take from this? What are the key messages that we should take back into our practice? First, we can say that, uh, as I mentioned before, we can um, keep in mind the possibility of psoriasis diagnosis for individuals who present with frequent GP visits uh, related to their skin conditions and frequently reporting symptoms such as itching, skin rash, dry skin, scaling, other skin texture changes. Patients who are uh, receiving diagnosis or being diagnosed with skin conditions such as epithelial rosea, eczema, tinea, and they have been prescribed topical corticosteroids and maybe there is a minimum uh, benefit from the treatment or they are more frequently visiting their GP. So it's, it's, it's good to, to keep in mind that these, these individuals might have psoriasis. Then we can maybe apply some or follow the recently published clinical diagnostic criteria for chronic plaque psoriasis. This might help to standardize practice. Uh, this is not, will not only help in a clinical setting, also that the clinical diagnostic criteria might help researchers. But what, when we talk about the clinical setting, this might help also to, to, uh, to identify early the clinical diagnosis of psoriasis and uh, eventually considering other treatments or referral to a secondary care. Treatment. I think that's an important point about 
trying to avoid diagnostic momentum in people who are representing with symptoms without minimal effect from treatment. So it's a good reminder to all of us to try to avoid that that bias. I wonder if you could just summarize for me again, some of the key findings coming out of this research. We found that uh, individuals who ended up with psoriasis diagnosis were more frequently visiting their uh, GP from five years before making a diagnosis of psoriasis uh, compared to those without psoriasis diagnosis. And this would suggest that there is a delay and might be a delay for psoriasis diagnosis for up to five years for some individuals. Also, people who ended up with psoriasis diagnosis were more frequently uh, reporting certain clinical features such as skin rash, dry skin, itching, skin texture changes uh, uh, before uh, their diagnosis of psoriasis is being documented by the GP. And those were also uh, being prescribed some medications such as topical corticosteroid and topical uh, antifungal medications before their diagnosis of psoriasis is being, is being made. And this might potentially uh, cause more delay to their diagnosis of psoriasis because it may mask Thank you very much. That's a great note to end on. So thank you very much for your time. And thank you very much for listening to this BJGP podcast. The original research article can be found on bjgp.org and the show notes and podcast audio can all be found on bjgplife.com. Do share if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe in all the usual places from your podcaster of choice. And again, one last thing to mention that's that the BJGP Research Conference returns on Friday the 31st of March 2023. The conference is going to bring together UK and international general practice research and we're going to have some great opportunities for networking at the event. The abstract submission site is up and running so if you'd like to present your work then please do visit the website which is bjgp.org forward slash conference for more information. Thanks again for listening.